Has it? Hello. Hey, hello, everyone, hello. and welcome back to another welcome episode. Back to two guys talking. Two guys remotely controlling the narrative mm-hmm. via a podcast. That's for right. Masses. You've never heard a podcast like this before. No, because this is this is a politics special. This is it's a special episode because of the elections <laughs> that have just recently happened. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this many years down the line, you will have no idea what we're talking about. But yesterday, something very big happened. What happened, Tom? Um, there were some elections. I'm uh... already starting to hate this new this new space that I'm in because it's so echoey. It's so echoey. That's <laughs> no, fine. Maybe it's I'll fine. maybe I'll put a, a maybe I'll put a, a duvet over my head so that I can't hear my voice just reverberating <laughs> around me constantly. Oh man! For anyone that's confused, I'm in I'm in the living room, not my bedroom. So mm-hmm. that's Big a little change. behind the scenes action. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think the people next door can hear you? Yes, I think they can. That's that's really scary. Yeah, it's, I closed the window as well because I just didn't want my cringe content <laughs> to be. So no, no, my based my based yeah. content. But then the pigeons be... won't be able to hear us. So oh, the pigeons don't give and the take. Pigeons... The pigeons rarely vote. Honestly, they they are they are an apathetic group of, mm. uh, of individuals. Um, so there were three by elections yesterday, and three I of stayed them. up. I stayed up all night. This <laughs> yeah, uh, <actually. laughs> uh, yeah, I did actually. I had nothing to do. I thought, you know what, I'll have a, I'll have a lie in, <laughs> and yeah, I'll just. You could have slept. That's one thing you could have done. I, I watched some Avatar: The Last Airbender, and. Uh, <laughs> check the news every now and again and and it was it was just a fun have you gone insane um i think so (laughs) (laughs) i got like six hours of sleep bear bear that in mind like that's decent Uh uh-huh i was up till 4 a.m that isn't bad yeah yeah yeah. i I did all right i did all right could be worse Um, but yeah i mean so overall tom it's been a big victory for the woke left Mm -hmm. unsurprisingly and not as big as some had had anticipated, though. No, certainly not. A sign that the common sense of the silent majority will definitely win out in a general mm-hmm. election. But yeah, so what happened? Um, well, it was a pretty exciting night, as a, as I've already said. <laughs> did you have Did you have booze, or was it just you? No, it was watching? just me and Avatar and. <laughs> what a night. And BBC News Night <laughs> <laughs> and the Guardian's live uh, live blog. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm secretly one of the woke left that, that I didn't even stay up. You know when Wagner tried to take over Russia? I didn't even stay up for that. I didn't know that I didn't like I think I was in Glastonbury at the time, so I yeah, I had no idea that happened until oh, after shit. I got we back. haven't done one of these since you how was Glastonbury? Oh Glastonbury. Just a quick was, tangent. Was, great i mean it it was definitely my kind of my psychological spin on it was rather than thinking like at at the kind of two day in point where you start to Mm -hmm. think damn i'm sleeping on the floor and i'm not getting like proper food and i'm walking all the time and it's hot blah 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 i stopped thinking about it as something to enjoy and right started thinking about it as a challenge to overcome that's probably yeah that's like so I, if I get through this, I will be happy, right? And it it all worked out. Like it was a fantastic five days <laughs> overall. 
<laughs> like that's the first thing you bring up about it. It was a very grueling challenge. It was honestly because it was my first ever festival, and it was Glastonbury. Uh huh. Favorite favorite act. Favorite act. Oh, Rick Astley for sure. Really? Fuck it. Yeah, out. he did. He did some. Ama- he pulled out the bag. I didn't actually watch Rick Astley. If you can, I would. I would watch his um his highlights or whatever because he had some great. Did you moments. watch Jacob Collier? um no i I wanted to but i think something was on something was on i think at the same time i can't remember what it was but there was something uh otherwise i would have gone to see him what do you think of arctic monkeys uh actually during the during the performance i hadn't brought a jumper so i was very (laughs) very cold and at that point starting to feel the oh god i'm at a festival in a field and i'm like slowly dying and uh-huh. so that kind of put a dampener on it. But as I think on the whole, it was a very good, it was a good performance. I think um, Aaron said that, cause he's seen the Arctic Monkeys a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that it was basically just, it was just their, their set, like more or less just watching an Arctic Monkey performance rather than watching a Glastonbury performance. <laughs> of the Arctic His Monkeys. voice is really struggling with the old songs. I gotta say. Yeah, I was listening to some of them on, on Spotify yesterday and he does, I, I forgot, like he sounds so, like so much different, like not really, mm-hmm. but, but also kind of surprising, I think as well. Yeah, I feel like the old songs are good because he's kind of a bad singer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's just like playing around and then happens to be super successful somehow. Yeah. Then he got singing lessons and now he's just any old like R&B singer. Oh, yeah, any old R- R&B? Is that really what, he's not R&B. That's that's what came to mind. What is R and B? Ah, rhythm and blues. Yeah, genuinely, that's what it sounds like. I think like, he's kind of jazzy. Yeah, it's it's kind of jazzy these days. I mean, I've not heard a lot of their new songs. Yeah, fair. Don't bother. Oh, and the finish was because I I really like Are You Mine. Uh huh. And yeah, like it's one of my favorites. And I just like it was the perfect finisher. Like I was freezing cold and tired and just ill that whole performance. <laughs> but I've never felt so warm wow than when i was listening to arctic monkey singing are you mine right at the end of that performance i felt so warm inside it was fantastic that's crazy beautiful this has turned into a glastonbury podcast <laughs> well, we had to, we had to cover it anyway back to politics back to politics <laughs> so the woke left won uh as usual uh-huh. classic classic i'll tell you what it is the reason why the woke left won is because they delayed the trans guidance for schools if they had released that, people would have seen what the government's really about. That right. They want to do the right thing. Nope. I don't even know what you're talking about. So. The, okay, so they're, they're releasing some new tra- uh, tra- uh, transgender guidance for kids at school that want to uh, identify as a different gender. Okay. Uh, because it's kind of, you know, becoming a thing that people care about now. Yeah. Uh, and it got delayed because there were some, supposedly, there were some disagreements about how harsh it should be on the poor little children that want to be uh, a different gender. Harsh. How harsh yeah. can it be? As in how much freedom you can give the children and how much freedom you can give the teachers as well. Uh, and kind of the extent to which you have to have the parents' involvement and kind of... It's, 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 like, it's like the way that it's playing out in the US, but on a much, much smaller scale, mm. because obviously we're not, as, we're not as psychotic as they are over there. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not writing that report because... That sounds yeah. like a, a very difficult task. Exactly, exactly. Because you just like, you don't like, you don't know how, 
many people actually care about this shit. Like, there's obviously a vocal minority that are very anti-trans, mm. but is it a minority? It, like, I don't know. I genuinely don't know how many people in this country actually give a crap about trans people. Like, give a crap in the sense that actually care about the issue. Yeah. I think most people are, like, indifferent, to be honest. Exactly. But it's it's become such a big... It's become such a loud topic. Yeah, it's a it, weird it gets one. gets distorted, which is... Ugh, whatever. You know, but anything that brings down the woke left is, is fine by me, to be honest. Um... <laughs> Who cares about the children? Yeah, thank Fuck God them. for Oxbridge. Those people still have their heads on, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know what you're referring to, but yes. One of the <laughs> one of the by-elections was there. Right? Oh, I thought you said Oxbridge, and I was like, why is he bringing up the universities? Wait, what did I say? You said Oxbridge. What is it actually? Oxbridge. It's Uxbridge. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Uxbridge. We're both very knowledgeable. Um, <laughs> we know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, I didn't know how it was pronounced either. It's Uxbridge and South Ryslip. Right. One of them sounds like it's from a nursery rhyme. What's the other? Summerton and Froome. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Or or it could be Selby and Ainsty. Silly. <laughs> They're all terrible. Who comes up with How's these it? names? Why are they ants? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Summerton and Froome. Did you just say Frome? Frome. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's called Frome. Sa- oh, I can't even... Sarah's... And then I can't say her surname. It's just oh, yeah, you're not bit. allowed to. Yeah, 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 because it's obviously a, a, a derogatory term for um, people with a mental recent, illness. Recent controversy, yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm wondering how, how much we can say on this podcast that... We'll, that will sort of get us as close as possible to being arrested but without us actually being arrested <laughs> i don't think i think we could literally say anything do you think we just wouldn't get caught we'd go under the radar yeah absolutely if we were still uploading these to youtube i think we'd get we'd get something we'd get them taken down i think by like the ai yeah probably but labor that, got I mean, 2.6 percent in summertime and frame yeah that's actually something i wanted to bring up is that the the tactical voting that's what people are talking about big time in these by-elections is the tactical voting is like off the charts really the, the, yeah the party that w- that wasn't going to win just completely floundered because <laughs> i think people were very aware of the need to tactically vote for the the more likely candidate you know lib dem mm. versus uh versus labor obviously the conservatives had a pretty open pretty open goal so yeah, and if that happens in a general election, if people are like awake to tactically voting, it will be interesting because you know you'll be able to see a lot more, a lot more seats get get smashed by the conservatives. Because conservatives rarely get—I mean, no one, no one ever really gets a majority of the vote in a constituency. Yeah. I mean, obviously it does happen, but it's not that common. You know, there there are a lot of parties. But yeah, it's interesting. People uh, people seem to really care about getting the conservatives out this um the guy who won in selby and ainsty is called keir yeah keir mather maybe that might be his name that's that's right youngest uh mp 25 what the, what are the chances of that oh, i don't know who who has the name keir and there's two of them now you know what i think you might have hit something there tom they should all be named keir. what are the chances of that He's got my first name, so I'm going to put him on the bloody list. 
God, mm-hmm. if only Jamie Driscoll was called Kia Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> did we have? Did we have? Um, do we have anything to talk about? Um, yeah, yeah, we do. So the the Uxbridge uh, election. I actually do have something very specific to talk about with regards to that because obviously the Conservatives won it with 495 votes in it. Damn, is that close? It is close. If a constituency of like 80,000 people, that's okay. pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. close. It's pretty damn close. It's like a 1%. So I th- like it's the sort of thing where Keir Starmer's probably kicking himself because he knows if he'd gotten 250 Tory voters to change their minds, 250 more, he would have been a completely different result. He would have won the seat. So it's it's you know a couple hundred people is not not That's a lot. Um, but it was all about the ULES or the ULES, depending on you know. Yeah, I heard about that. And I wanted to ask you, Tom, is uh-huh. it being expanded to? I'd have no clue. I, don't I, have a... I wondered if you'd uh, if you heard anything about that and if you had any. I thoughts. mean, probably isn't it all of London now? Yeah, I haven't looked at like a map of the boundaries, but I think it is. I think it is just like basically London. Uh, yeah, I'd have to imagine. You should ask your parents about that. See what they say. I wonder. They don't have a car anymore, so. Oh really? Not sure they mind. It's interesting. They pick now is the time to do it. Yes. As it seems so unpopular. Yeah, Sadiq Khan kind of kind of uh, fumbled the bag on that. I think it also seemed a bit odd that it is getting introduced so like the timing yes but also the the speed at which it's being introduced like it's coming into effect in months rather than giving people years to transition mm. with such a big change and so many millions of people being affected it's it's kind of weird that they didn't do it over a much longer time frame it's strange it's very yeah. strange like he must have underestimated how much people wouldn't wouldn't like it like how the fuck can you underestimate that like people like cars also when it's like the only thing your party is doing at the time it gets a lot of scrutiny i'm guessing yeah exactly and it's so easy to just say ha they're doing this thing we don't like so vote against them and vote for us because we hate it Mm -hmm. it's so easy to do that so you can't blame the you can't blame the conservatives at all they did they did a good job and also the steve dude uh, who won the actual seat, the Tory guy that won the seat. Uh-huh. He seems like a decent bloke. Does he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he did his little speech and he spoke to, to the BBC afterwards and he didn't bring up anything good that the Tories really did. Like, all he talked about was just like, oh, people don't like the ULEZ and that's why I won. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. fair. I mean... Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and they joked about it afterwards. They joked about it. They were like, oh... The uh, Conservative HQ are probably quite annoyed that he didn't uh, didn't say anything good about the Tory party. <laughs> what is there to say? To be yeah. exactly, it's it was funny watching everyone. Uh, oh, we have a drinking game where every time every time anyone brings up uh, the illegal war in Ukraine or <laughs> um, or COVID, yeah, Putin's illegal war in Ukraine uh, in inverted commas as an excuse for anything. You have to down your drink, and then you, you obviously die of alcohol poisoning. Right. That is this just played over months, basically. Yes, you become an alcoholic. You uh, uh-huh. lose custody of your children, and you die in a alley somewhere. Fun. So I'm down yeah. to play that. Feel free to play along at home, guys. Putin's legal war in Ukraine is the reason why it's taken a month for this 
episode to come out. We've been <laughs> fighting. We got hacked. By and obviously COVID. Yeah, COVID. Wait, what? The biggie. We got hacked. We got, oh yeah, we did. We got hacked. Russian hackers. Yeah, Russian hackers. Chinese hackers as well. They were involved. We, we don't, we don't, uh, we don't, we're mm-hmm. not prejudiced here. Yeah. We support all enemies of the state. Oh, the Lib Dems did really well again. Again. To the surprise of absolutely no one. When did they do well before? This is their fourth. I mean, the amount, like, people keep, like, saying these facts, these factoids just all the time. But I mean, I'm going to do it as well because they're kind of interesting. Um, it's the fourth, it's the fourth seat they've won in a by-election, this, uh, this parliament that they've taken from the, the Tories, this parliament. Uh, and I think all of the wins have been like massive majorities that they've overturned. Like this, this majority was enormous Mm -hmm. that they overturned. And it's not even the biggest one that they've done in the last few years. Well played. Yeah, so like, for some reason they just do really well in by-elections, especially in the southwest where they used to be. They used to be super popular there. Like my my constituency at home was a Lib Dem constituency until twenty fifteen, I think, when wow they just killed off the Lib Dems. They kind of fumbled it last election though. Oh yeah, they did big time. They did big like, time. They had a lot of room to improve, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially because they did, they did really well in the local elections in 2019, and then did so badly in the general election, which was like <laughs> just like four months later. Like, crikey, how how did they mess it up that badly? It was Brexit. It was Brexit. It was Brexit. Spoiler yeah. alert: Brexit, 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 Brexit. I love I how you can't. They can't mention Brexit as a reason for anything. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. Anytime anyone brings it up, whoever, like, the minister they're talking to or they're interviewing will go, oh, it's been seven years since we voted. Stop it. <laughs> Let's not talk about this now. It's been seven years. Like, Come on, uh-huh. mate. It's been, it's been seven years, like, exactly. And it's still, it's still bloody rubbish. What I love about referendums is everyone decides and then no one's allowed to change their mind after. Yeah. You're not even allowed to talk about it afterwards exactly exactly people don't seem to be allowed to change their mind which is strange because isn't that the the whole point of democracy (laughs) Mm. but either way you know it is what it is everyone's a hypocrite right doesn't matter yeah let's talk about the green party the green party came third in every single wow what a useless party that is great for um, people who like being in third place, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, what what can they do now that they've come in the third? Is there like a? I don't know. Prize? They're just like bleeding support from the act, the parties that actually stand a chance of winning. Yeah, which sucks. Thanks, what we should do is open a lot more far right parties. That's what I've been saying. Bleed support away from the Tories. Yes, and then. Will win. That's a great, a great plan, a great plan, Tom. He's got. He's maybe he's he's got the right idea. Yeah. That, to be honest, that's what people thought would happen with the Reform Party, and it kind of it's kind mm. of happening. Not as much as people thought. I thought they. Did they not go, oh, actually, everyone vote for Tories? 
in 2019. Yeah, that 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 was when it was the Brexit party, and it was literally oh, just Nigel Farage. It, he uh. was just holding a gun to everyone's head. But the, the Reform Party actually does stand for something. Right. Their manifesto is actually quite quite interesting. I, I'd recommend people read it. It's, it's, <laughs> I agree with I agree with a lot of it actually. You read it's, their manifesto. It's it's hilarious because <laughs> it's like it's like actually decent. Obviously, obviously, it's you know racist and anti-immigration and anti-climate change or whatever but a lot of it's actually you know like it, you, you can imagine that it would be it would be quite useful it'd be quite good uh-huh um, that's great I don't, I don't know what to say to you man like they they know what they're doing <laughs> they know what they're doing over there but yeah I, I don't know people seem to like the conservatives for some reason though only only a quarter of the people that voted in in Somerton and Froome voted conservative like like over two thirds of the of the voters picked Lib Dem on that on that ballot. That is so surprising. I don't. How does that happen? How does uh? Which which one are you suggesting is? How do Lib Dems win anything? Well, I mean, look, they used to be. Uh, here's how I've rationalised it in my head. They used to be popular. Um, they were talking about David Heath used to be the the MP for Somerton and Froome, and how people remembered him being really really fucking good. Uh huh. And. Uh, and also, I think that historically, I feel like the Lib Dems have kind of shifted left in recent years with the whole like being anti-Brexit and things like that. Mm. And Labour have sort of shifted more right. But traditionally, the Lib Dems are kind of a very centrist. They're kind of, you don't want the Tories, but you're not a communist, so you're not going to vote Labour. <laughs> and that, exactly, like, exactly, right? That's the kind of that's the kind of mindset th- these like farmers and like rural villagers have. Uh-huh, they yeah. are like conservative people, but but they also don't want the status quo to continue. So who do they vote for? Liberal Democrats, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. the way I see it. I I've no idea if that's correct. but like you have to be convinced other people are going to vote Lib Dems as well. Yeah, I mean, and historically you can see that that's what's happened so i think that's that's why people feel like they can do it but it's mm. interesting i was thinking one one thing nah. that might happen is that and i don't i haven't seen anyone talking about this but if you win a constituency if, if like the lib dems win a couple of constituencies in the southwest if they win them back surely mm-hmm. if they do a really good job in the, in the constituency and people you know want to talk about how their new mp is doing really well to their friends that live on the border between constituencies and so their friends might live in the constituency next door won't that that will kind of like spread the word mm-hmm. almost along the borders of the constituencies and kind of like bleed into other places uh-huh. and the same with any party it's like do you know what i mean though like if a village is like split between two constituencies yeah the people on the other side will go huh hang on a minute maybe uh maybe it's not such a bad idea to to give them a chance i guess so but we don't who lives in a village anymore I don't know, Tom. I don't know. Sad people. Sad old people. Probably happy people, actually. Yeah, because they all own their own home outright. No mortgage. Yeah. So they're just living a good life. And that's the way it should be. Tractors. Not enough tractors in everyday life. You're right. You're right, Tom. There's not enough tractors. And that is why we're giving away (laughs) 17 free tractors to the first 17 people that hit us up in our DMs. Uh-huh. Reply tractors in all caps, and we will give you a free tractor. Yeah. Starting uh, now. Ready? Go. Yeah. The deadline is um, 
2 p.m. on the 21st of July. So the deadline is 2 yeah. <laughs> get your get your sponsors out quick. You completely beat me to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What if someone has just the stars have aligned and someone has actually emailed you tractor some just bot. Now? Oh, I should check our email. <laughs> oh my god. We have an email. And we what? Oh my uh, No no as in we have an email. This happened before. Oh, right. I'm saying that we have an email address that play, I should check. Play the alarm. What? Oh, sound, I get you. Sound oh. effect when we get an email. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll I'll play it. Um now. <laughs> Why are you interrupting the sound of the alarm? It's still going on. Part of the alarm. Don't lose access to your account. No, I don't want I don't care about that. Oh, I don't care if I lose access. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, we don't have any. Well, that's great. <laughs> Turn the alarm off. Turn it off. Turn it. Susan. Susan, seriously, it's getting louder. Why is it getting louder? <laughs> okay, there we go. Right, so what was the last constituency? Selby and Ainsley. Oh, this one's a bit more straightforward. They did a really, really good job. Labour did a really, really good job, unfortunately, and managed to win uh, overturn the biggest, the biggest like absolute number majority um, ever. Nice. I think. Or at least ever since World War Two. I don't know why people don't care what happened before World War Two. Because um, no one had to vote before World War Two. Exactly. Women? No, thank you. Never heard of them. Never. Yeah. Never seen one. No. <laughs> Susan, play the incel alarm. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so this 25-year-old guy, Kia, absolute legend, he was asked by the Newsnight lady, oh, there's, so there's nothing you can actually do about cost of living, right? There's nothing you can really do. And then he just like pulled some fucking crazy answer out of his bag. Like, no, we're going to set up financial support hubs. Labour's got a long-term plan. We're going to do this, 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 and this. And actually, I'm going to be here every day of the week and doing everything I can all day and all night. And she was like, okay, thank you very much. She wow. was like smiling her ass off going, this kid's amazing. Did she, did she uh, ask how he's going to pay for it? <laughs> no, but she should have done. <laughs> he's probably, he was probably going to be like, I've got pocket money. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is genuinely like, he could be 17. Like, I would believe if he said he was seventeen. I'd believe it. That'd Genuinely, be great. I'd believe it. Yeah. Can you like? Can you imagine? Can you like think about this, Tom? We're not very far away from the possibility of having members of parliament that are younger than us. Oh God, that hasn't happened yet, but it's, it will. Actually, has it? I mean, I don't know. I doubt it. I don't. Surely, I not. don't think he. Because people, people have said that he's currently the youngest member of the House of Commons, but. No one seems to say he's the youngest ever. Twenty-one is the youngest. Twenty-one. Oh shit! Well, that's James James Dixon in eighteen eighty. Oh, good. Okay, so he's long dead. Thank God yeah. for that. <laughs> God, some of these, some of these names. What are they? Very um, eighteen hundreds. Uh huh. Lord Wodehouse. Whoa. The house, bro. <laughs> Lord Walter Gordon Lennox. Lord Stanley. That's a shit name. Rishi Sunak. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Rigg. 
Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. Richard Rigg. That is a great name. OBE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be prime minister. He should be king. He was a liberal MP for Appleby before defecting to the Conservative Party. So he's a traitor. Oh, I hate him. I want him to die. Wow. Is he dead? Probably. Well, when was he MP? 1900. Oh, yeah. He's fucking dead. Good. The bust. Probably died in the bloody World War One. Cringe boy. When does it... It doesn't even say when he... Oh, it does say when he died. He died during World War Two. Oh, I was close. I was one World War out. In East Sussex. How do you manage that? <laughs> Bro did not die during World War Two. He he died during <laughs> World War Two. That's what I he, said. He, he, no, but he didn't. He didn't die in World War. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if you say that to someone, they'll go, "Oh, what a brave young soldier." <laughs> no, he got. He had. A, he was probably an old man. Had a heart attack in his garden. He could have been bombed. You don't know. In East Sussex, what do they want to bomb in East Sussex? I don't know the the canals. The gay there? people. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, probably. I mean, it is. We are talking about the Nazis. Oh yeah, they were quite anti, uh, anti-gay, weren't they? Yeah, famously, just, just the way it should be. Anti most things, if we're being honest. Well, you say that, and the answer is yes, they were. They were even anti-smoking. How dare they? And 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 anti-animal cruelty. Really? Yeah. Yes, that's a fact. Yeah, which is ironic, considering they thought mm. Jews were animals. <clears throat> well, there you so go. I guess they weren't really. Uh... Truth bombs on this episode. And real bombs if you're in East Sussex. Mm-hmm. Watch out for that. What happened to that bridge that's going to be built between Scotland and Ireland? Oh, um, that is, I've no idea. Was that ever really good? Because like, people say that, but is that, was that ever really going to happen? Because no one wants that. Yeah. No one wants that. Our, our prime minister promised it. Oh, well then that explains it. Yeah. I guess he never got around to it. Yeah, that's... Probably cool. COVID and Putin's illegal war in Russia. Yeah, Putin's illegal... Yeah, of course. Putin's illegal, uh, illegal war in Ukraine. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the one. Ukraine. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said Russia. Putin's illegal war in Russia. <laughs> no, no, you mean Wagner's illegal war I'm giving away my true, uh, true beliefs there. Apparently, Wagner lost twenty. They've lost twenty thousand troops in 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 the Ukraine war. Yeah, that's why they're pissed. I'm guessing twenty thousand. Like it's a private army. How big is the private army that they can lose twenty thousand? That's like a still... quarter of them, I think. Fuck it now, twenty thousand people, and, that's and they're a doing of they're doing army. well apparently. Compared yeah, to the apparently rest they were the, the good ones. Yeah. So how's everyone else doing? I d- I'm doing all right. How are you? Um, not bad actually. Considering, oh yeah, good. Considering the geopolitical situation, the illegal war in Russia. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember that 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 Crimean bridge that got blown up recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already reopened it to tourists. Tourists? Who the fuck? To Russian tourists. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think it's to like give everyone an eerie sense of calm and like trick the the populace into thinking it's all okay. Hmm. You know, to like, oh, guys, it's fine. We've got it under control. Come and enjoy your holiday in this pseudo war zone. How shit Russia must be for people to go on holiday to a Crimean Crimea. bridge. Yeah. Anywhere that's got a war named after it, it's probably not a good place to go. Um, 
you're you're trying so hard to think about somewhere that 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 counters that, aren't you? The Boer War, emu, emu war, emu. I'd I'd go I'd go inside an emu. Okay. And if I could, and on that bombshell, we. <laughs> <laughs> And on that East Sussex bombshell. <laughs> Five World War II ordnance shells found along East Sussex coast. Oh no, they finally found them. Fuck. Shit, man. <laughs> I'm out, I'm done out, I'm done out here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they found me out. It was one of those that got him, I think. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Richard, was it Richard Rigg? Richard Rigg. The defector. Richard Rigg is the next guest on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually, uh, we're interviewing him for, to take Susan Boyle's space because she's going on tour soon. Yeah. So, you know, because she's still, you know, doing things, I think. Mm-hmm. Is she? Um, you know what, Tom? There's definitely an answer to that question. What is Susan Boyle doing with her money? She, If I were her, I would be lobbying people. Uh, I would be lobbying government to promote anti-abortion rhetoric. Yeah, she bought because, a piano. Yeah, apparently. Oh, she bought. Okay, cool. Is she, can she play the piano? Or? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll have to get someone on that. Okay, Susan, can you play the piano? Oh, she uh, she had a stroke <laughs> and lost a lot of weight. Yeah, she says she's not sure if she can play the piano because obviously her stroke. Uh, maybe she's stroking those keys. I think we should end. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should wrap this'll, up. This will it'll come out in post. It'll come out in post. Trust me, trust me. It'll, it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense in post. Okay. Yeah, we'll end it here. You'd be hard stretched. We'd be hard stretched to make a best of episode. Your mum's your mum's hard <laughs> your mum's hard stretched. <laughs> so is she? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah. It was it was it was Kia Mather. He's a maverick. I wouldn't be surprised. Kia Mav- that guy Kia is, Maverick. That guy's going off. That's that's what they call him. Um <laughs> Take us out. <laughs> Take us out now, Tom. Play the outro. Okay, I'm gonna play the outro already. Three, two, one, go. Is it, is it playing? It is, yeah. Can you please say something? No, no, you have to do the. You have to say goodbye and. Do, 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 do. Well, I've been Ed Winchester. You've been Mark My Wallback. And together we've been the Remote Control Podcast. 